This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Dine Local SD, serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. Hello, welcome to the Dine Local SD podcast number 57. We are serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. We are officially live. I am here with Chef Phil Esteban. Hi, welcome. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Oh, thanks for being here. Phil is going to go live on his Facebook, so... He, he doesn't hate me. He's just busy right now. It's fine. <laughs> um, and we're going to talk with... I never have a theme for podcasts, but the other week I was at um, Jason's shitty chef-driven donut pop-up at Ironside, and um, Phil came up to me and was just talking about some community stuff that he's been working on, and I was like, oh my God, this is like the exact topic I've been really, really interested in. And so then I roped him into doing a podcast with me, so thanks for being here. <laughs> um Oh, good. Now you're live, too. Um, and so this theme, we're going to kind of talk about community and the San Diego food scene, which we always talk about, but more on the idea of creating and cultivating community within the San Diego food scene. So, um, hi, Phil. Welcome again. Hello. Hi. How are you today? Doing good. 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 <laughs> Long morning. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Thanks for being here. Um, so <clears throat> you, what is your official title? Um, research and development chef. Uh, for Consortium Holdings. Awesome. And Consortium Holdings is rapidly growing. Yes. Always. <laughs> so I'm sure you're busy researching and developing. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Plus, you know, with the 13 locations we currently have wow. and the, the upkeep with those restaurants. So yeah. uh, with those plus the new ones coming on board, it's just kind of bouncing around. Yeah. Helping out where evolving. we can. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, I know. 13. Wow. I didn't realize it was up to that many now. Yeah, right? It's crazy. Yeah, so there's Born and Raised and mm-hmm. Ironside, Craft and Commerce, two soda and swine locations, Polite Provisions. Um, two Underbelly. Two, oh, yeah, two Underbelly. Uh, raised by Wolves. Oh, yeah, I haven't been there yet. All Seidel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> neighborhood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Noble Experiment. I always forget about Noble <laughs> Experiment, but that place is rad. Did I say Raised by Wolves? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's yeah. a lot, and they're all awesome. Oh, and the Dover or barbershop. Oh, right. Yeah. Do you? Does everyone get their haircut there? That no, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I don't think a, a lot of um, the staff knows. Interesting. You know, because we have roughly, I don't know, like I would say ballpark five, six hundred employees Woo! company wide. Wow. Um, but I just I don't think that they know we have because a lot of people yeah. think we're a restaurant group, sure, um, or hospitality group. Yeah. Uh, so they don't think innately barbershop. Yeah, right. but you guys got to look good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, and so you are, like me, originally from San Diego. Yes. That's cool. There's not too many of us. I know, right? It's all <laughs> transients. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you've moved around a bit and worked at some other places mm-hmm. before settling back here. So where, where are those other places? Uh, well, yeah, I started here in San Diego. Um, oh, yeah. The Dana Hotel was my first job. Nice. Uh, a prep cook, like... Right before culinary school started. Cool. <laughs> um, and then I went off and worked at the Guild in Barrio Logan mm. during its heydays. Uh, worked up to a sous chef at that point. Um, I was at Tender Greens for oh. on and off for like four or five years. Nice. Uh, helped them open up. Like uh, I was at, I worked at seven of their locations, Ooh. but helped them open up uh, four of them. Wow. Um, I worked at the Lion Chair briefly, the Pearl Hotel, and then that's when I 
kind of made the jump to New York. Okay. Um, and then I was at Momofuku. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, staged everywhere, needed to come back to San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that point, um, I started working at 910. Oh, cool. Uh, with Jason Dib. And then after that, got the opportunity at uh, the Cork and Craft mm-hmm. up in Rancho Bernardo. And I was there for three years. Okay. And then that's when I joined CH. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't know about a lot of those places. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Um, yeah. How did you enjoy working with David Chang? Oh, definitely. I mean, in my time, I only met him twice. Yeah. Um, but he was definitely a character. Yeah. Fun to work with. I uh, remember when I was in New York at WD50, <clears throat> there was like this event that we were doing and he was coming to just work the event because mm-hmm. Michelle Bra was there. And I remember he, him and Wiley, Chef Wiley, were talking about ramps. Yeah. And I had never heard of a ramp up until this point. But he was like, oh, ramp season is coming up. And then he was like, you know what that means? And they were like, whoa. And then it was like stage season. And they were yeah. going to each order like 200 pounds of ramps and, and have, have the stages <laughs> clean them all. And I was like, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's, you know, I'm sure David Chang has multiple... Like, you know, TV personality. Sure. Um, but he is actually a really nice guy in person when yeah. you meet him. He's very humble. Nice. Um, but also, the two times I did uh, meet him, like, in the restaurant, it was all business. So yeah. So it wasn't, like, luckily I wasn't the one being yelled at, yeah. but I did see the other side. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you've worked around a lot and then at some awesome places. I had no idea you were at 910. That's really cool. Um, and now you're overseeing, you know... 13-ish, I don't know how much you oversee the barbershop, but 13-ish properties. And so what is it like to, you know, contribute and oversee and have your your hands or fingers into multiple properties instead of, you know, like at Cork and Craft, you were that you see there for three years? You know, what's what? how is that different for you? I think it's, well, one, it's always evolving. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's something that me and Chef Jason talked about that, you know, the role isn't just, you know, just food or creating food or creating anything, but... You know, one of it was uh, resetting the culture oh, in the nice. company. Um, resetting culture and resetting structure. Yeah. Um, because in, to have something like that big and then with more growth down the line, you can't you can't do that without proper sure. structure. So, um, you know, a lot of my experience I kind of brought back to Cork and Craft and then wanted to bring it to CH. And mm-hmm. that's where we're kind of seeing now. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of people were like, okay, in the beginning – uh, we'll check up with you in, in 90 days. Mm. And you're like, okay, what can you really do in 90 right. days? You yeah. know? Um, but now we're almost to two years and yeah. everything's coming into fruition. There's yeah. you know chefs and sous chefs everywhere, some really great talents. We're developing from within and moving people up. Yeah. So it's a really exciting time and everything that we hoped to accomplish is really coming into fruition awesome. like right now. Yeah, that's um, so cool. But it's, yeah, it's never short of a, uh, eventful or uneventful day yeah. uh, with the different locations, you know, so sure. sometimes I'll help out with front of the house or, you know, uh, people at Born and Race have caught me in the dish pit washing yeah. dishes, like kind of whatever, whatever right. needs to be done. Yeah. You know? You're the utility player. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> awesome. Look, Mike joined us. Hi, Mike. Um, and so you had mentioned, you know, it's, it's not just creating, it's, you know, structure and systems, which I personally geek out on, but it's also, you know, when I think of all the consortium restaurants, I think of how much of a community it is. Yes. And 
that's something that's really appealing to me. And, and I came from a restaurant group that had, when I was there at the time, we had 24 restaurants, mostly in San Diego, a few not. But um, everyone was kind of like their own little spaceship, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so the idea that like there's all these, this community within the group is really intriguing to me. And um, and so some of the <clears throat> things I know about, and I know there's things I don't know about, but yeah. there's like, you guys have like your own basketball league or like at least a yeah. steady basketball game every weekend or something. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. And Chef Jason's been known to play. <laughs> yeah. Roll his ankle once, I think. Yeah, there's definitely been a few injuries out yeah, there. Yeah, oh but... <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you guys have like these coins yeah and that's like uh, yeah can you is can you talk about that or is like i'm gonna get mad no i think the information's kind of already out there i mean there's so many people that have worked for us that don't so know about it but it is kind of a kind of rite of passage you Mm -hmm. know for us it's a way for the company to kind of give back to the employees yeah um there's definitely you know it's just one of those you know when it's it's a benefit to have when Mm -hmm. you're when you go out and dine okay and so You show your coin, yeah. and you get the benefits from the company. But cool. you definitely have to reach a kind of a threshold point of yeah. the um, probationary period. Nice. Because there's a lot of people that could just come in and sure. let me get my coin. Yeah, yeah. Know? But um, And then there's like we have a, a book reading club once oh, a yeah. month. Um, I know on Sundays they, uh, they go on rides. Oh. I don't know if it's really like a club yet. Okay. Um, I know they've made a few jerseys oh, here cool. and there. But um, – the the owners in CH or the partners, if you will, they they're really good at finding what the what their employees like love mm-hmm. and then supporting that. Cool, you know. And so I, we've pitched out a lot of crazy ideas, yeah. and they've just said no. <laughs> and then there's a lot of cool things that were it really brings us together. Like you yeah. said, it's CH is its own like subculture. It's own yeah, community. it is. Mm-hmm. I um <clears throat> I have this running joke that I'm like not cool enough to be in the club. <laughs> Um, and then it came true the first time I walked into Born and Raised and fell on my face and kicked over what? a box of nails. Yeah, it's like, no, a, it's like an awesome story, but it actually happened. And yeah. every time I think about it, I turn a different shade of pink because um, I was like, I was on my phone, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. And I was like Facebook living it. Like I was like, first look, you know, for <laughs> Dine Local. And it was still like kind of under construction. Yeah. And so I'm like so in the video, like classic millennial stupidity and didn't see like the toolbox in front of me oh, no way. and actually like kicked it and the nails went everywhere and then i actually like fell on my face well, you then- know we actually have uh during the construction we had um gopros and camera setup ca- capturing time lessons oh good i'm sure it's on there we'll we'll have to like yeah we'll have to revisit to go that back. Yeah. yeah and i just like looked up and jason and mariano like they must have heard something cause they like turned and i was just like Hey, hey. I'm okay. Yeah, like I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm actually not cool enough. To I had be a moment at, at born and raised here. Oh, really? I was. Uh, I can't remember what I was doing, but I was kind of hurrying, hurrying, and uh, turning a corner oh, yeah. at the dish pit, and then my feet just kind of came up oh, under no. me. It was just, you know, you know how I could get yeah, back there. Slips, and then, man. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm yeah, good. I'm good. Sorry about that. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah. Um. Anyways, but. Aside from me being a weirdo. So CH has its own community and its own culture. And because of that, like, do you find that you have higher employee retention rate or higher loyalty? Um, retention, I wouldn't say retention, like loyalty, yes, okay. for sure. Yeah. Um, because I think the sense of community, like everyone wants to belong to yeah. something and believe in something. And mm-hmm. so when the values are right, 
um, people will stay longer because、yeah. they believe in what's happening. They believe in the change. Sure. You know, I I think in the retention rate、um, for the ones that kind of aren't fit for us or、mm-hmm. that don't fit into the CH kind of model,、yeah. then it kind of weeds them out earlier. And then, oh, so, yeah, that in a sense, sense, in that retention rate, it works. Yeah, it works better. Right. Also, I never even thought of that. That's a really good point. Like born and raised is now on their month ten, wow, month eleven now. I、yeah. think,、uh, and I was in there,、um, and it's it's cool to walk in and like see the same faces,、mm, you know.、Yeah. And I think it, that really works for for a steakhouse. Sure, you know,、um, people. The thing that we're learning is like steak people. If you if you love steak, then you love steak. If、yeah. you don't, then you're just kind of like whatever about it. Yeah, and. With those with those experiences, they want that same server.、Mm, like、yeah. people will request that same server over and over、totally. and over. Totally. So、yeah. it's cool to walk in and just see the same faces. Yeah, it's like a cool. It's it fun、is. family. It is. Yeah, it is a fun family. I feel that way at、um, Ironside too. Yeah, like I always, yeah. I always see the same people. I'm like, <laughs>、yeah. hey, they're back. Then, see, then something's going right. Like、yes. If they're there, especially long term. Totally, chachito. Yeah, <laughs>、um, that's great. And so. Like I, I personally, and I, I just might not know, but I can't think of any other restaurant group specifically that have kind of built the same type of culture and community that CH has. But I do see kind of other people in the San Diego food community that are trying to create some culture here, yeah, or trying to make it, <clears throat> trying to raise the bar, you know. And I see it's like little subcultures, like you were a part of,、um, I think, like a. South Bay Rising dinners yeah, yeah. or something like that,、yeah. and then there's like the Filipino food movement, and、mm-hmm. so I see like these tiny little pockets of people that are like, "Come on, guys, let's all、yeah. do this together."、Um, and what do you think that like other cities have that we don't, or that we just don't have yet? That what is it going to take for us to kind of become a, a food destination? Yeah, well, I think that's the. I think that's kind of like the big question right now. I mean,、yeah. I think there are the little pockets in San Diego that where people are crying out for、uh, like movements to happen to、sure. where you know,、um, and it's not just fads. And、yeah. I think that's the big thing. San Diego's really big on fads. Yeah. So it goes from like everyone is doing you know who has the different aiolis at the time, right, and、yeah. then who has the craziest burgers,、yeah. and then it's just. And、it just becomes this thing, and that's what San Diego is to me. Yeah, you know, unfortunately. Yeah, and so it's it's not a food destination. Like、mm-hmm. as a as a young cook outside of San Diego,、yeah. are you like, hey, I want to move to San Diego to to work? Right. No, it's it's that's not top of the list. Yeah, it's not even on the list. Yeah,、really. you might want to come to San Diego to like hang out at the beach. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> visit friends, and、right. that's what happens. And I think to、um, young cooks. Um, end up staying in San Diego、yeah. versus traveling out and experiencing、yeah. um, different cultures, different cities, and then coming、totally. back and then re-enriching、yeah. the community. They they more just stay. They cook the San Diego food,、right. work for San Diego chefs, and、yeah. then you expect them to cook something different. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah.、No. Um, you just reminded me of when we were at the donut pop up. We were starting to talk about like what is San Diego food? Yeah, you know, and like、yeah. this idea of like. San Diego doesn't have like a regional. I mean, it used to be like fish tacos, you know. Yeah, but like,、yeah. can we not claim that anymore? <laughs>、yeah. Can we move past that a little、yeah. bit? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't even know what、yeah. San Diego food is yet. But、yeah. I think I think that's the fun exploration of it.、Mm-hmm. Um, 
young chefs that are here are starting to kind of develop and come into their own. Yeah. And um, really explore that. Like, is it California cuisine? Is it, you know, a little bit of SoCal? Is it sure. a little bit of Baja? Yeah. You know, because it's, it's a melting pot. We're, we're just right there. It's the same totally. city. Tijuana, yeah. San Diego. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I, I like what you said about, like, cooks here aren't moving around and then coming back so much. Yeah. And I feel like that was such an important part of my journey. And I didn't necessarily plan it like that. It, I just kind of fell into it. Like, it didn't. I didn't know that was a thing to do. It just like kind of happened for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I see it now where it's like, you know, people are like, I, I just met with a guy yesterday um, who's a really talented and really passionate home cook. And yeah. he and he's a sales rep for a pharmaceutical company kind of a thing. And he's like, I want to get more into the culinary side of things, but like, what should I do? Like, should I go to culinary school? And I was like, no yeah you know, no like, that's like the last yeah thing. and he's like a grown adult you yeah. know especially i'm like especially now like <laughs> yeah. no <laughs> yeah. don't waste your time with that um as someone who went to culinary school you know i i feel confident in saying that now so like what would be kind of your advice for someone that is wanting to get more involved with the food community or even like you said like someone that's starting out in it is your advice to to go and explore and learn as much as possible yeah well i guess you know Finding, I think we're all trying to find our place in this food community, in this food yeah. industry. Um, but people coming in, it's kind of really asking yourself, like, what is it that you want to do? Everyone yeah. innately just thinks, become a chef. Yeah. You know, and uh, a lot of, it's all about aesthetics. Mm -hmm. It's all about, you know, oh, I went to culinary school and I'm like, okay, who's looking for a job? They're like, no, I'm looking for a chef job. Right, like, right. You've never what? even picked up a knife professionally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you want a chef job. Got it. Yeah, yeah heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think uh, there's a lot of avenues to, mm -hmm. you know, like what we're doing now, to photography, yeah. to food styling, to a lot of different avenues. And so totally. you don't have to be a chef to be in food. Yeah. And so like a home cook, you know, wanting them to take the next step to say become a chef yeah. like it's going to be a really rude awakening because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot of people just see the tv stuff and they don't realize yeah. the difficult and sure you know the long hours the long days and it's it's talked about but once you're actually in there yeah it's different it is yeah. it's yeah i my response was kind of like i was like you know maybe you could get into just doing like pop-ups out of your home for like yeah. family and friends to start just getting used to like yeah. co cooking for people and serving people you know um and but it, it's just different now like it, yeah. william bradley had a post recently mm. where it was like you know maybe 10 15 years ago the qualities of a chef the things that you needed were you just had to grit yeah like <laughs> grit and cook good food yeah but now it's more than that yeah. you know you have to be you know, educated. You have to be, you got to be able to organize. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. And it's not just like a little bit of this, like you have to have hundred percent of everything. Yeah. And so, um, you know, there's a big shortage of cooks, mm -hmm. which means there's even less for sous chefs and sure. even less for like real experienced, like chefs, chefs. seasoned yeah. chefs. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's very it is tough. tough. <laughs> it's interesting. I feel like we're on the cusp of something though. Like I feel like, San Diego's like just about ready to like roll over into something. I just yeah. don't know what something is. Yet. No, I think it really is. There's, you know, a lot of, it's a double-edged sword. There's a lot of restaurateurs that want to open up restaurants. Yeah. 
And then the problem is young cooks move up, become chefs faster than they sure. should here in San Diego. But you also see、um, a lot of big names coming in. Yeah. You know, and you know, through the rumor mill, you just hear about certain chefs coming down.、Yeah. LA is like kind of the place right now. Yeah. But it, at some point, it's going to, it's a bubble. Yeah. It's going to pop and、mm-hmm. they're going to come south because, I mean, it's not necessarily cheaper than LA,、right. but, you know. <laughs> but there's, yeah, there's room for it here yeah, still. Yeah, there is、know? still room. I know、um, Stephanie Izzard, who has Girl on the Go and Duck Duck Go in、uh, Chicago. Yeah. My sous chef from Bobo went to go work with her.、Mm-hmm. And now Stephanie's coming out to LA to open up a Girl on the Go in LA. And、yeah. it's like, she would have never guessed that that would have happened. And it's like, no,、yeah. we're going for it. Like, time to move out west. <laughs> yeah, you know?、right. It's like, come on out. <laughs> so it's exciting. Um, And so we've talked a lot about people who work in this industry. Yeah. But what do you think is the best way for consumers or diners to support the San Diego food scene? <clears throat>、um, you know, obviously there's things like supporting locally owned businesses, but like on kind of a different scale. Like, what do you have some ideas on that?、Uh, that one's a little tough because,、yeah. you know, I'm not, a, I'm not an advocate of Yelp or、right. any of those things.、Yeah. Uh, for, you know, I probably use it just to get addresses. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and so,、um, but I think for consumer bases to really support restaurants, the, you know, it's to really one, be adventurous, but、mm-hmm. also everyone's so hypercritical,、yeah. hypersensitive, hyper everything right now.、Mm-hmm. It's kind of the thing to do and the thing to be. Yeah. From like everyone trolling, everyone has an opinion.、Mm-hmm. And the truth of the matter is that some of these people that are opening up restaurants at these are their livelihoods. Yeah. You know, they're trying to pay for their families to survive. And、um, yeah, it's a restaurant that just opened and then you're kind of. Everyone's just. Yeah. Everyone's got to be the、week. first. Yeah, exactly. The first to slash. Yeah. yeah I can think of and a few. And it's tough, you know?、Yeah. And, but when you actually get to know the people behind the scenes and、mm-hmm. kind of what they're doing and the sacrifices they're making, yeah. It's tough. Like, you know, it scares me to open up my own yeah, restaurant. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's a really good point. I, I noticed that with a recent restaurant opening. I won't say who. But, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I kind of agree too.、Yeah. It's tough. Like, I'm a huge supporter and、yeah. like, love what their, their goal is and what everything's about.、Mm-hmm. But at the same time,、um, the consumer base, like, it's, it's a it's, tough crowd. It's sav- they're savage. <laughs> yes, <laughs>、yeah. they are savage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.、Um, and there's been like, I can think of a DJ at Bivouac. I,、yeah. I always mention him on my podcast. He's doing the Rising Star Chef series,、yeah. which is a really cool concept to me because he's like, like you said, we have a, a shortage of cooks, which means that there's also a shortage of, you know, sous chefs and kind of the, the kitchen managers and the next level up. And, and these cooks aren't able to or aren't traveling out and learning. So we're trying to take some of the, the seniors, or not the seniors, but the, the veterans、yeah. of the industry and kind of pair them up with someone.、Um, are, there, are there events like that or other community type things that you, you see going on that we don't know about? Or? Well, I, like, you know, I support whatever everyone wants to do. And、yeah. um, those events are great. It really gives a lot of exposure.、Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of my way is really just going. A lot of old school, like、yeah. a lot of things that have been missing. Like, like that stuff is really great, but that、yeah. also should be happening in every single restaurant. Sure. But does、yeah. it? Right, right. You know, I、yeah. don't think it does. No, I don't think it does either. Yeah. And, you know, and there's a lot of like, you know, I, I help out with Kitchens for Good a lot. Oh, awesome.、Um, 
and you know second chance farms where they take incarcerated yeah. uh, kids, you know, in in grade school still, yeah. and allows them to you know get back after incarceration. They actually get to work on the farm, awesome. get put something on their resume, and actually go get a job in the real workforce. Yeah, and so there's a lot of things out there, and you know, with the social media and everything right now, everyone has to blast every little thing that goes out. Yeah, but there's a lot, you know. These are the things that make me happy and yeah. make my community stronger. Mm-hmm. And so, some of those things I won't share. You yeah, know? yeah, like absolutely. I'll, I'll keep that for myself. Yeah, you know, because it makes me feel good. Totally. Like it doesn't matter if anyone else. Yeah. Does. Yeah. Know? So. Yeah, and social media plays such an interesting part in it all too. Yeah. You know, because, uh, like. I've been thinking about social media in general and how like there's a need to share everything, right? It's like, it's become like a, um, like a compulsion almost for people like, Oh, I'm doing this. I'm a share, you know? And it's like, I like what you said. Like, that's just for me. Like, I just felt good to do that. I don't, I don't need to blast this. I don't need to market myself right now. Yeah. Like, but that's what every, it is. Everyone in San Diego is just, it's this market. It's mm -hmm. this, marketability yeah I, I do believe that there's a sense of like social media there is a, a necessary need or a necessary sure. evil for it i agree as well um but it's just like michelin james beard it doesn't yeah. make your food better mm-hmm. but if a chef knows how to use it they could actually help their business better yeah and so social media like it's the definitely cheapest and quickest way yeah. to get out there it is um but cool um, so a few questions that are not really on topic, but, um, I've, I just want to ask you, like, what is a way that you stay up on your skills and you, you keep learning and you stay sharp, you know, like, is it cookbooks or is it YouTube videos or like, are you going and staging at places normally or? I actually do stage a lot. Cool. And, um, you know, a lot of people ask me that all the time. They're just like, dude, you're a chef. Yeah. Like, why are you still staging? I'm like, well, uh, I hope to keep learning yeah. you know, forever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't, the moment I stop learning, I think then I'll be dead. Right. You right. Know? Yeah. And so, um, oddly enough, I do read books a lot, mm-hmm. um, cookbooks, but I'm just not like, I, I kind of apply things that I like or things I've learned techniques mm-hmm. and then find inspiration through that. Cool. But I think, uh, w- I think one big thing that is missing is kind of the cross pollinization of, of industries. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I, I've, Recently got invited to do a, a guest chef for this event called Crafted okay. um, in in Barrio Log- Logan uh, at the One Bunked Gallery. Okay. Um, and the the purpose behind it is really to cross-pollinate industries. So nice. most chefs hang out with other chefs or mm-hmm. other cooks or other bartenders. Um, but living in New York and living in, you know, ideally other bigger cities, mm-hmm. um, it's very different. because. Yeah you hang out with a lot of other people that inspire you. Sure. And that could be a photographer. It could be an architect. It could be, it could be anything and anyone. Yeah. And, um, and how do you find that inspiration and apply it to what yeah. you do? And that's what crafted was about. And, um, it's, it's, it's a really amazing movement and, yeah. um, cause that's kind of happening right now. So I'm a huge supporter of what cool. they're doing and believe in it. Yeah. Um, but for me, I think that's where like, that's where I find inspiration. Yeah. And so it doesn't need to be like food, 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 food. Because mm-hmm. then now I'm just like, you know, ramming it down your throat. Like, right. No, like, it almost, you almost get like more burnt out on it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You, you could find it in, in anything. You just yeah. got to open up your eyes. Awesome. I really like that. Cool. 
Um, lastly, do you have any events or any special things coming up that uh, for any of the restaurants or yourself personally that you want to talk about? There's, I mean, we're we're coming up. Uh, well, there's a lot. I know. I'm like, there's so many things. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to like <laughs> run run down um, through my mind right now. I know we're working kind of on a. Uh, Soda Swine's on its five year. Oh, wow. And so we're coming up on uh, kind of a, like a refresh, like oh. you know, adding a few things, taking a few things off. Cool. Uh, um, <laughs> dialing some Is things that in. Utopia, guys? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I'm like, wait. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so that's cool. really going to be fun and exciting. And it's in preparation for uh, the UCSD awesome. location. So oh, we kind of yeah. want everything kind of in sync. Cool. Uh, we have. Um, a new breakfast spot coming up. Oh, yeah. I'm sure everyone's seen on Ironside Chef's Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> um, Morning Glory. Oh, fun. Um, right in Little Italy. Uh, and then, you know, probably later, I think it's more like early next year, the mm-hmm. Intercon oh, Hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of dialing that in. Cool. And so, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts. Um, I know traveling quite a bit later this year, we have a... Chef Jesse Houston out in Jackson, oh. Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, he was a James Beard uh, South finalist. Awesome. Um, kind of inviting us out for a second time. Just opened up his restaurant, uh, Fine and Dandy. Cool. So we're going to be doing like a fundraiser at a hospital and then a kind of a pop-up dinner at his restaurant. So awesome. that's in August. Um, oh, I'm still in town. <laughs> yeah. Fun. <laughs> well, this will be in Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. So we're flying out. So the bartender, yeah. our bar manager from Born and Raised is coming. Awesome. So there's going to be a lot, a lot yeah. going on um, and nothing short of like events and yeah, pop-ups. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for Such having me. It's a pleasure to have you on here. <laughs> um, I'm supposed to do the thing. Hey, Dine Local, to explore the San Diego food scene with us, head on over to DineLocalSD.com, where we highlight restaurant menus and ongoing specials. And remember to stay connected with us on Instagram and Facebook at DineLocalSD for upcoming podcast guests and awesome giveaways. Thanks for joining, guys. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and give us a rating on iTunes. Thank you. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.